Hello and welcome back to Wit Glass Unfiltered. I'm your host, Courtney Huntington. This is episode 26, and I've got a big show queued up for you today. Today, I'm going to be reviewing the album, as promised, from Lex Land's new project, One Big Dark Room. And the title of the album is From Hell With Love EP. That's got five tracks on it. It's a delightful little funereal album. Uh, And there was no intentionality in having my second album review be another funereal album. Uh, If you're not familiar with what I'm referring to, in episode five of Wit Glass Unfiltered, I did my first album review from an artist named Wim. And the title of that album, also an EP, was Songs for the Funeral Guest. And uh, both of these albums are delightful little pieces full of uh, remembrances, uh, full of reminiscing about life, about people. And I, I didn't intend for it to happen that way. I didn't intend to have a theme about that sort of music, but it just happened to happen that way. And I'm really excited to introduce you to um, One Big Dark Room's, uh, I guess it's a debut album, Um, a debut EP, From Hell With Love. And uh, so I'm excited to introduce you to that. I am also excited to offer you a new live-recorded spoken word performance of some of my own original poetry. And uh, the title of that poem is Shards of Memory. And so it fits with the uh, funereal theme. Mine is not uh, exactly funereal, but it is... um, it is memorial, and, uh, and so I, I think that you'll see that uh, the character of the poem at least fits with the character of the One Big Dark Room album. Um, before we get to that, I've got a few tidbits to touch on. Uh, first of all, I want to mention again, I've got this amazing cup of espresso here in front of me. I, I just pulled this double shot of espresso with my Yura Impressa. And I got to tell you again, uh, I am not in any way affiliated with Yura, spelled J-U-R-A. I don't have have any connection to them other than the purchase of my Yura Impressa C60. But since I mention coffee every time I do the show, and since I think pretty much every time, if not every time that I do the show, I'm making coffee with my Yura Impressa, it seemed like I should tell you how I'm making my coffee. I love coffee. I love good coffee especially. I did not grow up liking coffee, but I certainly like coffee now. And it all changed for me in college when I began to use coffee as a base for, uh, for making hot cocoa, because I enjoyed those 
flavors, the combination of the coffee with the cocoa. Um, I didn't realize at the time that I was making a version of a mocha, but but I was, and and I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, but then what really changed coffee for me was when I tried good coffee for the first time. I'm not sure that I remember when exactly that was, but if I think about it, I may be able to remember. Um, good coffee changed my life. Up to that, I'd always had access to cheap Maxwell House, Folgers stuff, uh, always pre-ground at least, you know, and stale. And stale coffee is just, it's just no good. So I didn't grow up enjoying coffee, but I do enjoy coffee now. And uh, since much of the time I'm sitting here with a freshly brewed cup of coffee or for the last few episodes, a, a freshly pulled shot of espresso, I thought, I'll tell you how I get my good coffee. And um, now, th- this leads me to an interesting point because I would love for Yura to uh, become a sponsor of the show. I'm not doing these reads in order for them to become a sponsor. I just want to tell you about the things that I love that seem to fit with the the theme of the show and the, the website and... I don't necessarily want to always be telling you about things just because um, because I'm going to make money doing it, just because I've, I've got a sponsor. Uh, I, I want to endorse things because they're things that I like, because they're things that I want to endorse without the motivation of the money. And of course, that leads to a tricky thing because... Monetization is challenging, particularly in an advertising world because it's so tempting and so easy to end up endorsing something you don't actually like or that you wouldn't endorse, that you wouldn't tell somebody about naturally if you weren't being paid to do that. And of course, that leads to the potential for, shall we say, uh, hypocrisy or duplicity and I don't want to fall into that trap, but at the same time, I do need I do need to monetize the work that I do because I have to pay bills too. So I, I'm still working on that. If you've been a regular listener of the show, you know I've been very open about um, about my efforts to develop all of that. And one of the reasons that I've been slow to to monetize and introduce monetization to you is that I want to be sure that I'm doing it tastefully. I don't want to fall into the trap of just throwing a bunch of links up on the web page that make it load slowly or make it ugly or that just don't present uh, present products or information in a way that is useful and desirable to you, the audience, because you're the ones I'm doing this for. So monetization and advertising are a little tricky. Uh, One of my commitments, of course, is that if I am being sponsored by a product or service, 
uh, I will tell you. I'm not going to endorse something and be paid to do that without letting you know that it's a paid endorsement. But another aspect of my commitment is that I am not going to endorse something that I wouldn't endorse to you regardless of whether or not I'm being paid. Now, as a a related example of this, I'm about to review for you Lex Land's One Big Dark Room new album, From Hell With Love EP, and I will link to that using uh, affiliate links because I have them, but not all the links are going to be affiliate links. I'm not necessarily going to tell you which ones are affiliate links because I don't want to be... I don't, I, I don't want the, the monetization to be in the forefront, and I'm willing to take a little bit less to present to you all of the ways that you can get the album, or at least enough, a sufficient number of ways that you can acquire the album, regardless of whether or not I'm going to end up being paid. Now, up to this point, the primary way that I am paid that I've monetized things is through contributions, through support. And there's a support button on the front page of the website. And I would love for you to participate in that. Uh, we, We live in an advertising culture, and that brings with it a mixed bag, some good, some bad. And I don't want to be denigrating um, the the capitalization or monetization of uh, an information product or an entertainment product like a podcast such as this, because it's important that people be able to uh, to capitalize upon their own efforts. And if I enjoy what you write or what you sing or what you, you know, the product you manufacture, then you have a right to charge me to enjoy that product, service, or um, piece of writing or music or whatever it may be. And, And so I don't have any qualms about monetizing this podcast and what I do, but I do want to be sure that I'm not just falling into the over-commercialization that is common in our era because of the advertising age we live in. And so I hope that you appreciate um, that, that I am working to monetize so that I can continue supplying you with this service. But then I'm also trying to do it in a way that's tasteful. And so if you like what you see, if you like what you hear, uh, please go to the website, click the support button, make a contribution. Even a buck is helpful. Um, But I've got several denominations there that you can click on. And uh, whatever you feel like contributing would be much appreciated. Uh, Also, please remember to tell your friends Uh, There are lots of ways that you can share. I'm sure that you already know how to do that. Send it to your friends on Facebook. Put it up on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, whatever way that you you share with your friends and family 
and perhaps an audience of your own, uh, please share this if you value it uh, so that we can spread the word and make it easier to, uh, to produce. Okay, now, the next thing that I want to mention before I get to my album review is, um, is that the newsletter is still coming, the suggestion box is still coming, and I'm going to have uh, some more playlists for you. I also want to quickly mention a couple of headlines, and I'm not going to reference specific articles, I'm just going to reference topics. You're probably aware of them. Uh, the first thing I want to mention is the whole Kathy Griffin episode. Uh, you know, seeing her her little, if we can call it this, comedy piece with the severed head of Donald Trump and blood dripping down, seeing that really pained me. Uh, it's, in my opinion, way it goes way too far, way overboard. Um, and, and so I was delighted to see people on all sides of the aisle uh, stand up and, and take her to task. And I was delighted to see that she apologized. I've been really saddened, though, that now it appears that she's going to be sitting down with her lawyer, um, doing a press conference and sort of walking back the apology um, I'm going to be keeping my eyes open for that, obviously, and, and see, perhaps she's not going to walk back the apology. Perhaps she's just going to offer more explanation, a little bit of uh, cultural context or something um, to help us understand her point of view, e even while admitting that she was wrong. Perhaps that's all she's going to do. I, I hope that it's only going to be something like that. But uh, the, the whole episode has been really really troubling, um, a little unsettling, but not entirely surprising. As I've mentioned before, well, we are engaged in a cultural battle, and unfortunately, this is where the battle has gone. This is, this is the battleground. Uh, I hope that Kathy Griffin... And, and others like her will truly realize that this does go overboard. And, and that leads to another point. Kathy Griffin can't be alone in this. She had at least a photographer. There are some remarks from uh, one of the Trump daughters, um, not Ivanka, but um, I guess it was maybe the daughter-in-law who, who commented, you know, there are other people involved in this. And she's right. Kathy Griffin didn't do this alone. She's got a publicist. She's got this photographer. She's got whoever published it for her. Um, so uh, she and those involved and those who who supported her in putting together the sketch, I hope that they realize that it has gone too far. Um, but this leads me to the, the second headline I, I want to mention, which is the Paris Climate Accord. Personally, I'm glad to see Donald Trump uh, get us out of that um, because I don't think that the science is nearly as clear as some people want to say it is. I'm not saying that it's not happening, 
Perhaps I'll do an episode on climate change at some point, but that's not my point right now. My point is I'm not convinced, and I think that there are an awful lot of people um, around the world and in the United States particularly who are not convinced, and some of them are much smarter and more scientifically educated than I am, and they take issue with it. I don't think that the consensus is nearly as clear. And so my encouragement here about both of these things is for all of us to collectively take a deep breath and take a step back from the vitriol, from the harsh rhetoric, from the going overboard. I mean, somebody said that Trump is a traitor to the people of America and should be removed from office just for taking us out of the Paris Climate Accord. There is absolutely nothing in the Constitution to support a claim like that. Nothing. Not even a tiny little bit. And yet, people say that and other people cheer it. And it's absurd. It, it really is absurd. But I would love to have a conversation with people about that. I'd love to have a conversation with the people who say things like that so that we can work on finding a meeting of the minds. And to me, that's one of the great tragedies. Now, on the one hand, I'm really excited that people on both sides or on all three sides or four sides or however many sides of the aisle there are these days, that people are engaged in politics. I think that that's a positive development because for a long time, there were an awful lot of people in the United States who were checked out, uh, you know, just complacent about the whole thing. I love that people are now showing their passion. I think that's a positive thing, even if I think that not all of the demonstrations of passion are positive. Uh, So my encouragement is let's all take a step back Take a deep breath, not necessarily give up our battle lines, but let's have a reprieve, uh, retreat to our own own front lines, and uh, take a little siesta about this, regroup and see if we can find uh, a a way to um, bring about a ceasefire. Okay. Now, (coughs) excuse me, we have coming up the album From Hell With Love EP from Lexland's new project, One Big Dark Room, and I'm really excited to introduce this to you. I will, of course, provide links in the show notes. This is one of those albums that I've described to you before, the type that I've described to you before, in which when you listen to it, you can hear the sincerity of the voice. You can hear that the artist means what he or she or they are saying. And and I love the storytelling. Uh, the The storytelling is so clear, so fluid. It's it's so unforced. Um, you know, you listen to the the lyrics and the uh, the rhythms 
uh, of some artists, even even some perhaps that that you like, and you like it in spite of the fact that um, that it's a little that the rhythms are just a little wrong, that the the lyrics seem a little forced. This rhyme, that cadence. And when I listen to Lex Land's music, in this case, One Big Dark Room's music, one of the things that strikes me is just how smooth it is. I, I actually um, recently, in an email exchange, read Lex Land's description of it as being not as glossy, not as perfect, and and my response to that is that is that that's one of the things that attracts me. Her music is smooth without effort. I'm not saying she's not trying. I'm not saying there's not a lot of effort. But as a listener, I don't have to put in a lot of effort. It feels effortless to me to listen to it because the rhythms match the lyrics. And the story, it doesn't sound like she's introducing uh, all these interesting turns of phrase. Everything is just so natural. And that's what I, I really, really love about her music. Uh, so I, now I'm going to play a portion of the song for you. And again, just like with my previous episode, episode five, in which I reviewed the album by Wim. Uh, it may turn out when you listen to this podcast that you're not going to get to hear the music in line. I'm still working through all of the issues related to copyright and permissions and, and things like that. Um, so I'm going to play it. Hopefully, when you're listening to the podcast, you'll actually hear it. Uh, but if not... I will be sure to include links where you can listen to samples of, uh, of the, the tracks that are on the album. Um, but I do want to introduce you to this. I don't think I'm going to play any whole songs. I think it's just going to be, be little, little portions, 30 seconds, a minute, or something like that. But I, I do want you to get to hear some of the delicious little nuggets of this album. So... I'm going to switch over now to the, the album track, and I hope you enjoy. This is the first track from the album, and the name of the track is Background. So here it is from Lex Land's project, One Big Dark Room, the first track of her album, From Hell With Love EP, and the name of the track is Background. It's too late 
Welcome back. What you just heard there was the first track of the EP, From Hell With Love, and the name of the track was, or is, Background. And I I, I played actually most of the track uh, as I was listening to it, I... I felt like I needed to get to to one more level, one more level, one more level, that, because there are so many layers in the song. But I hope that you heard right off the the real feeling of the the track, and I hope that you heard the story and the effortlessness with which the tor- the story comes across. Um. The, the cadence of the lyrics matches the music so well, uh, and nothing about it feels forced. And you can feel the emotion, the depth of, of love, the depth of, of mixed emotions coming through in the song. Uh, it's just a, a beautiful little, little piece. Uh, I'm going to play 
a portion of another song now from the album, and this track is called Devil's Dice, and it's the second track on the album. Okay, that is the second track on the album From Hell With Love EP by One Big Dark Room, the latest Lex Land project. And there again, um, it, sometimes with, with music, it doesn't, the, the music doesn't demand complexity it demands simplicity and in that song you could hear uh, the the music itself the chords were not very complex but it suited the story being told in in that track the the rest of the ep is well worth listening to and i really do hope that you'll you'll pick it up and listen uh, it's probably not the sort of music that you're going to be listening to day in and day out because it is funereal in its theme. But that kind of music can often be therapeutic, and cathartic, not just for the artist who may have been using it as an outlet for their own um, mental resolution of, of difficult um, psychological experiences, but also therapeutic for the audience because we've all gone through similar things. That's one of the things that attracts me to music like this is that I've been through crap in my life. And I don't think it's healthy to gloss over that by pretending that everything's lovely and just always listening to, uh, to dessert fluff type music. Music like this listening to somebody else work through their own painful experiences can often help us 
come to grips with our own painful experiences. And so I, I love music like this that is thoughtful and thought-provoking and that feels real. Okay, now uh, I, I will include the links, of course, to the album um, along with some notes and, and you can listen to the rest of it yourself. It's, uh, it's lovely, delightful, very natural, not um, super engineered and polished, but, uh, but very real and a little bit raw. And I think that that suits the music, and I hope you'll agree when you listen to it. All right, the last item on the list for today is a live-recorded spoken word performance of my very own original poem titled Shards of Memory. Shards of memory stick in different places in my mind. Little slivers of time stuck like thorns beneath the skin. Little cactus spikes that hide undisturbed, awaiting a little pressure or a microscopic thread to latch onto them and bring them back to mind. One shard, an icy road, a brother driving, a younger brother, out from mountains onto the plain, a passing pickup, so much larger than the car we are in. High up, the woman sits behind the wheel. I, I can see her still today, though somewhat blurred around the edges. I, I see her from down below, from my bucket-style, mid-sized passenger seat. I can still see her passing fast, zero speed limit, Montana interstate highway fast. I see her tailgate out in front, one car length, two car lengths, three car lengths, four car lengths. Five car lengths. How many car lengths? I see her tailgate wiggle, then slide left and right, left, right, left, right, in wider and wider arcs. Five car lengths. Four car lengths. I, I see the truck spin. Knowing I can do nothing, I simply sit. My brother my younger brother behind the wheel driving, my younger brother calm. How can he be so calm? When I look at him from my passenger seat, I'm thankful he's driving. Calm. So calm. Three car lengths. I sit and watch the truck. My brother. I don't remember if I said anything. If I had, would it have done anything? Did it? If I did? I don't remember if I did. Two car lengths. The truck is spinning. My brother, calm. I simply watch. One car length. The truck, still spinning. The driver, a woman. Can I see her face? Did I even look at her face? In that moment of my own fear, did I look to see hers? I see the truck. Spinning, facing backward, the wrong way. My brother calm, still so calm, in the right lane, the truck spinning. My brother never slams the brakes, calmly, patiently, watching, waiting. The truck still spinning, facing us, no car lengths, 
Our speed still high, my brother still calm, so controlled. The truck spins down the highway in the same direction we travel, but now it is slower than we are. Facing the wrong way, in the left lane, the truck still spins. My brother calmly, so calmly, passes the truck, our car in the right lane, facing the right way, under control. The truck in the left lane, facing the wrong way, out of control, spinning behind us. We stay straight as the truck spins behind us into the snowbank on the right side of the road. The tailgate hits the snowbank and pushes deep. The truck stops, appearing stuck. Then, a moment later, the truck pulls out of the snowbank, back onto the road. Icy road, my brother driving, my younger brother along the plain. One shard of time forgotten, now remembered, disturbed. Soon it will be forgotten again, undisturbed, awaiting some small thing to bring it to mind, disturbed again and remembered. This shard of memory sticks, sometimes forgotten, then remembered, still just a fragment, a sliver of time. That is my poem, Shards of Memory, which is just one of the poems in an upcoming chapbook that I've assembled called Shards of Memory. Uh, The poem that I read in a previous episode, I believe it was episode 19, which I'll link to, Uh, my poem long ago is another of the poems in that collection. And it will be available soon uh, for, for purchase uh, and download, and uh, I look forward to presenting that to you at the time. Thanks again for being with me today. Um, this has been, I think, the longest episode to date. I appreciate you, you hearing it out, and um, hopefully it didn't feel as, uh, as if it's a long episode. Hopefully you've been engaged and enjoyed the whole thing. I would love to get feedback from you, positive, negative, or otherwise. And I hope you have a great weekend. I look forward to being with you uh, for the next episode of Wit Glass Unfiltered.